welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. We are here to talk about Sunderland's first league defeat of the season. Just when we thought we were all going to steamroll the league and smash every team every week, we've been reminded exactly where we are. So joining myself tonight and Gareth is Craig Clark. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Uh, very well, Craig. I've done the podcast with you in a while. You've done plenty, but I just don't think we've been on any of them. When he's talking nonsense, well, I... nonsense about Danny Dyer and stuff, I've... Uh, Side, I think the last time those ones. <laughs> I know I think the last one we did would have been about like I don't know some vintage season or something oh, earlier yeah, in yeah, COVID yeah, yeah. I think we did do one about like derby games or something yeah, didn't we, or, we, we I don't know you were with us for the Lee Howie couple as well the 96 that's right and there was one with, uh, one with Kevin Phillips as well I think we these one? all feel like a lifetime ago we don't one, they oh, we do loads of stuff together like yeah that. yeah <laughs> I know it just feels like a lifetime oh, yeah. ago because like time's gone weird <laughs> yeah time has gone weird all still all still available on the old uh on the old ta- on the old uh, podcast app, all those things <laughs> that you can still listen to now, Ga- <laughs> still relevant. And all Gareth's because, concept of you know, time's time gone is... so far away that he can't string sentences together anymore. Can't, well, you know, I can't speak. That's you know, it's, that's your thing. It's, an, it's a miracle that it's a miracle that we've got six years into this uh, and I haven't been, you know, thrown into the weir. Um, matter of time, matter of time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, quite quite timely that I forgot to pick my microphone up when I did the introduction there, so that will sound not as good. And which is when we're talking about how we don't know how we've survived this long, they'll be like, "Yeah, I, I get you, I get you." Uh, I've done that a couple of times. And it's always sounded all right, to be honest. It won't be quite as bad as when It'll Craig did the reaction pod. And he was in a different, oh, he was in a different postcode. It doesn't sound that bad generally from experience. There'll be no meatloaf I'm, uh, no, I'm interference. Sure, I'm sure it'll be okay. I'm sure it will be. Okay. I stop putting like, meatloaf on. Yeah. In in like twelve years' time, in the wise men say like. We'll be trying to record podcasts during like a alien invasion or something like that. I mean, the, also, you know the way things are going. Who well, knows what will happen? Well, we'll be doing it about a team playing in like I don't know Northern League Divisions Two or something. The way things are going financially <laughs> uh, for not just Sunderland for like all clubs. Uh, you, you know, a team like Rodwell's been talking again about that. I know this is diving into serious stuff, but he's mentioned again, and he's got a fair point on this about clubs are going to go under because everyone celebrated the that that thing the big six thing uh not going through but there's been no other sort of proposal to sort this out so we're all just still hanging in there by the skin of our teeth aren't we Nah, we nah, we've got loads of money <laughs> Oh, sorry, I forgot that. Uh, Jim, Jim must be talking about other clubs at this. We, we hear football. Yeah, uh, we hear football. Football clubs flexing the muscles and trying to create a hierarchical structure by money. Apart from when it's us, sack the other clubs off in League One, we'll be all right. Don't worry about it. But we don't want the big six doing it. Definitely not. Don't want them creating. No, no, don't want that. No, don't want that. Um, we'll make a big one in League One of just <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> a breakaway. A breakaway one. <laughs> Be cool. Yeah, we just play our under twenty threes. Yeah, well, they won again today, didn't they? Yeah, it'll be quite a competitive game, it's judging by it. their current performances. Yeah, so. yeah. It no. means about time to put that right and to spend a bit. They invested on it a little bit in the summer, didn't they? And brought in, you know, this isn't this isn't suddenly a crop of young players rising through each age group of the academy. They, they had to bring players in to a depleted team, didn't they? In the summer, and they brought. They brought a good handful of players in from elsewhere to play for under twenty threes because they were so bad. It but makes, at least, um, but at least they've done it. it. Makes, they could have done that two years ago. 
It well, makes poor, yeah. Reed's, poor Reed's effort look even better, doesn't it, now? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> did, we, did we actually win a game oh. while he was involved? I don't think we did, did we? Sure. I don't, I don't, don't think so. we did. At least they've won a couple uh, this year. We, we might certainly have, didn't do yeah. very well, so... Yeah. I think we might have won three games across like the top age levels and like across the entire academy while he was involved. And then all the good, uh, or any of the good talent just left. Yeah, he did a great <laughs> just, job, though, according to him. <laughs> well... You know, he's got to put something from, on his LinkedIn. You know, I mean, he's he's been working from home since you know September eight, eight, 2018 or <laughs> he? so he doesn't have to worry about it. Same, same old, same old for him. But well, anyway, yeah, we've, we've managed di- to we've not talk about what actually we've even progressed. Yeah, this is what we've managed. To, it's it's yeah. it's fine. We're not winning, so. Uh, oh, we Avoidance didn't, oh, we didn't win exactly. We spent. Yeah. I mean, Do we, want spent, to talk about we that spent. Shit. We spent a year or something or two years doing this as we plummeted down the leagues. Uh, tried our best not to talk about to, to, well to talk about anything but the football. So we're just we're just uh, showing that we've still got the capabilities of doing that, rambling <laughs> on and going diver. Can I stop? We know how to deflect. Just on the on the <laughs> just like, starting on the on the game at the weekend. What I would say, not there was a he's diving in on Twitter or something. Somebody said like you know, oh, I don't even bother like listening to podcasts after we've lost because um, everyone's just so ne- you're just so negative. And I was thinking, well, firstly. If you don't listen, how do you know we were negative? Um, True. But what I would like to say is that I I don't think there's any need to be negative. I just think it's sometimes you you don't play very well. Um, yeah. You Being negative when we get relegated two wise. seasons in a row. I was hard yeah, not I'm to just be negative about this, when this game at the weekend. <laughs> but I'm just saying that you know, how, like there's there's not lots of positives to take out of the weekend. And there's stuff to talk about around, you know, the fears that we've had, and I'm sure we discussed it before about what would happen in a game where we went one nil down or or went behind Two in one. a game. Now, obviously, we saw the Bristol Rovers game um, <clears throat> at the start of the season. You know, we we did batter them really for the entirety of the game without creating really good chances, but we should have won that game. At the weekend, obviously, we're playing a much better team than them. Easily the best team we've played. Um, you know, their pressing was something we've not encountered yet this season. The first team to really put us under yeah. pressure. Our, our midfield um, isn't. It wasn't even necessarily our defenders either. The tactic was no, to stop, the it was to stop our midfielders yeah. from playing, wasn't it? All yeah. three of them as soon, just, as, soon as they got just, the ball, smothered them, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it was the the sacked press. That we right. uh, fell under, fell it's under good, the spell good tactic, to be we, fair. We couldn't get it the works, ball. But yeah, no, I mean, to be, to be fair as well. So I, it's fine. I think it's fine. It's fine to discuss a game. We, you know, the, we'll come on to the, the problems. But <clears> sometimes you just got to say, we didn't play as well as we can. They were really good and we just yeah, we lost yeah. the game. I think... But there was a spell There was a spell after half-time where we didn't create any quality chances, but we came out after half-time, which was positive. We had a bit of a go. And we did, we did go at them, but we just ran out. Of, we didn't get a goal and we ran, ran out of steam after 70 minutes. And then that was it, really. It was kind of, you know, the right was on the wall. It's just a little, um, just and a, this is, little, little reminder, isn't it? That, you know, I think... I still think out of the th- and I've got I've got some I've done some comparing of the past three seasons here. I still think this is the best generally we're playing since since we've been relegated in terms of how we started the season personally. And I think it's just just reminds you that, you know, maybe at the back of your mind there you are starting to think we're not even conceding 
we've seen we've seen Sunderland steamroll divisions before, and it was at the back of everybody's mind. Perhaps that could be this season, and it's just a reminder that we're maybe not all that quite yet. I think. I think we, we, we still we still might. No, we, we will. We still yeah, might. We it's, we, it's one we, game we, in seven. Yeah, we're the last team in the league to lose the unbeaten um, record. Yeah. I think I was reading today that as well that um, the Premier League six games in. It's the first time ever there's been no unbeaten teams, which I thought no, was interesting. Now that's it. that's the Premier League, but I think it's just shown that we're all impacted by by not by fans not being there. I think we're seeing we're seeing oh, it it's really things. really hard to predict which way these are going to go. And I think Portsmouth did come. The the they quite clearly uh, were under instruction not to give our our three midfielders. Anything on the ball, I thought. You know, ironically, the one time we maybe should have mm. thought about bypassing our midfield, um, yeah, and we didn't do it quickly enough. Or, um, you know, the players didn't recognise that, and I, I felt like whatever Parkinson told them at half time obviously worked. As Gareth said, we came out and played a little bit better. But sometimes the players have got to manage that and deal with that situation themselves, and and you know, speak to each other and say right because it wasn't. It was a clear attack. It wasn't. They, they were just pressing us all over the field. It was. It was the three midfielders. They were having three and four players round each one at times. And sometimes you've got to think, like, let's can we switch it elsewhere? And it just took us too long to do that. And as Gareth said, I think by the time, you know, they, they had something to hold on to. By the time we even started to apply ourselves correctly well, and work out how to get round them, it's one of those games where you've got all these strikers in the squad, and I know. Like I, I put some tweets out off the account about the 0-9 decision to play him and the position he played and Gooch where he played and I'm sure we'll come on to that. But before we do that, this one really is a hindsight comment. Um, we've got all these strikers and we've not played two of them. And I think speaking to what you've just said there, Steve, probably, all right, maybe not at the start of the game because you didn't, we, well, we're, we're just fans so we don't know how Portsmouth are going to come out. I'd like to think the club, the people managing the football team would know that but the way they've played against us maybe the change needed to have a bit more physicality up front white and another and it would have just given us another dimension personally even in the previous two games that we'd won and won well I'm not a huge fan of having the three central midfielders and then Maguire as some kind of Agree. free role. Uh, it, there's not enough up front in that because Maguire's coming so deep at times. And Maguire was, it doesn't my, make sense Maguire was to me. playing well when he was playing further back. And even even when he was going with two of the strikers who we do have, whether it was a, yeah. O'Brien, Greg, Graham, Wyke, they, those guys were creating chances for themselves. Yeah. So, so for I, him to change that, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I found it bizarre. I, I wasn't a big... But we won the game, so, you know, in the past, I'm not saying we have, I'm not one who thinks you should just keep a team the same because you're winning games, personally. But others think that you should try and keep the same team together and people would look at it and say, well, why would you change it? We're winning games. But my, I personally had thought Maguire hadn't... He flashed, he looked good in flashes and obviously like won the penalty and then took it and scored it, things like that. But the system, the structure of the team, I think has looked, like you say, Steve, better when we've had him a little bit deeper and then pushing out wide from that right-hand side of the midfield. Um, I, I, structurally, the team just didn't cope well with what they had to offer and I think that was something he should have adjusted Maybe a little bit sooner. Throw Graham on. I think that go along. That's the the alarm the alarming thing, and th- this is the main negative. Is 
when we discussed it earlier and like a few you know pods ago when we were changing the strikers on a you know weekly basis and kind of I argued you know maybe it's Parkinson doing kind of a, with the horses for courses approach and Stephen said well I don't think it is that I think it's that he's just kind of trying to stumble Figuring on it out. something that works <laughs> yeah unfortunately it looks like not that unfortunately Stephen is right unfortunately Stephen is right I think you know, <laughs> um, it, that that is what has happened and it's a bit disappointing because we've the vol- sheer volume of games that we've got to play yeah that is a problem and you know the, you just think well you don't change a game in a you, you can't change Phil Parkinson can't change the pattern of a game in a game with substitutions we've learned that in the last well, season that he's yeah. been at Sunderland and that that was the alarming thing at the week and I think it's like well it's going to be more <laughs> of the same in that regard so you might as well if you can't change the game you know in the game you might as well freshen things up if you've got like if you're swapping plan A for plan A yeah. you might as well just do it at the start you know and then and then give some people a rest you know you'd speak to the squad and say look like so say for example Charlie White to be fair I thought he he's been decent he played well games. He, he has he played well again um, and, against Portsmouth but at the in- same time you've got to say to him we've got like Four strikers. Now you've been playing well. You're not. I'm going to rotate it, not because yeah. I don't think you're not playing well, but I just want to. I just want to make sure that we're nice and fresh, and everybody's like you know, doing the same thing. Bearing a goal, yeah, yeah. The 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 options at the moment seem to be you know the, in terms of tactical changes, it's like for like, or when it gets desperate, it's full Bruce. Yeah, you know. And, and yeah, like that was a alarming Danny Graham, as well. Danny yeah. Danny Danny Graham's starting position when he came on was centre midfield, and it's like, well, what are you hoping? What are you hoping is going to happen here? This whole idea of bringing loads of strikers on. Sometimes you're better off bringing an extra midfielder on so you can get somebody on the ball. Yeah, and then you know hold the ball, create the opportunities to make space for runners, and then create the opportunities that way rather than just look sticking loads of strikers on and hoping that you're going to get the ball into the box. It's going to fall for somebody and we'll score. You know, it <clears> just to me it just seems quite. You know, it does. It's a disappointing thing that it feels as though we're in for another season of if we do go behind in a game. You know, it's what have we problem, actually got? It? What have we actually got to get back into uh, it? And yeah, I, I guess it depends <clears> on the circumstances. I know it's only once it's happened, really. But well, actually, it's actually twice where we've gone behind yeah. in games and we've we have it. We failed to win them yeah. both. Yeah, so that's a, that's a concern. I think that, that is that is the, the, a worry. That is a con. That is the concern and the thing I feel as though we've come out of that game learning about this team. I think my concern. That you're <clears> right. That is a concern, and I think you know. What didn't help on Saturday when we said Portsmouth came with a game plan at work? They got the nose in front. We responded quite quickly, to be fair. But then when they got the nose in front again, what didn't help? What doesn't help is when I'm saying players need to try and figure out a way to win to win games. You can't always just say, "Well, the manager needs to change it," because these are professional footballers, and at times <clears throat> they should be using their experience, you know, and their expertise in this sport to try and say, "Right, let's let's try and do this now." Something Kevin Ball speaks about. A lot saying that you know the players would have to do that. You can't rely on the manager to do that. You can't be spoon fed. Gareth Southgate talks about it a lot as well. And I like it. But what doesn't help is when you're starting a game, and I think just 
you know, building on what Gareth said, not to, not to say that I'm right, but he's kept a winning team because we won the game, we kept a clean sheet. That resulted in Lugo yeah. 9 playing in a back three on the left-hand side and Lyndon Gooch right wing back. Now, I'm all for keeping a winning team, but when you're coming up against a team, you're losing the game, they're executing the game plan well. The last thing you need to, do, to worry about or concern yourself about is adapting to this system and shape where people are in positions they shouldn't be in because that's something else you've got to overcome during the game as well. And it all adds to it. And Luke 09, I thought, and then somebody, I, I put something out on Twitter saying, you know, he was all over the place and the shape was all over the place. And somebody came back to me and said, well, Luke 09 wasn't a fault for any of the goals, but that's not the point. Yeah, that's not the point. It was. Where he got sent off. Yeah, no, he yeah, got okay, sent off. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was at half time when I made the point. Like, the, he, he, the shape was all over the place and they were exposing it time and time again. Now, somebody please tell me the logic behind, behind that decision as not to put 09 right wing back and to put a, a natural centre half or like McLaughlin or Flanagan or somebody like that in the back three. It's crazy. Well, it has to be Flanagan who comes in. You've got San, uh, Sanderson who hasn't He's not even on the, bench. on the bench yet. He might not, he might not be fit. He's not played. That's true. Uh, well, hmm. I don't know about Wait, that. Didn't play, well, he didn't, 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 didn't play in the under 23s today, so perhaps he is fit. No. Yeah. So he's got. So either way, you've got options there. I totally agree. I don't mind Gucci's right wing back as an option. I think if you watch his defensive work off the ball, he's very good. You understand. He's diligent and he, he works hard, but I, yeah. but I don't think but he's positioned. I, I, I don't think he's. Nine. No. Well, no. I, yeah, we missed a lot from all nine in that position as well because he's good in that position. As well, and yeah, he is. He's, 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 he's physical. Out really quickly. Yeah, he's yeah, tall he, as well. He's quite he tall and physical. Out. He susses people out um, quite quickly and nullifies them. The problem is at centre back he becomes exposed, and that's what on we his saw weak when side he, as well. You know, the, it's not like he was right. Yeah, he gets you know twice. Twice people everyone... have got wrong side, and 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 he, as a result, he's been sent off because he's had to make decisions that you know. It, you know, I, there was a, I know people were saying, oh, well, it looked soft, the penalty. It was a definite penalty. He's, he's run behind he's him. He's fouled him. I mean, yeah. It was a yeah. foul and it was a yellow card, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, you know, it's a shame we're going to miss him. Fortunately, Rochdale, from what we've seen of them over the last few years, I mean, the last time we played Rochdale, they were absolutely pathetic. So hopefully there'll be more of the same. They're just an ordinary night, team. Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. And we shouldn't be fearing those teams. And the positive is out this season, apart from Bristol Rovers, Generally, those teams we've put them to bed, and we've been absolutely dominant in the game. So I'd expect the same um, in that yep. game. Um, but I totally agree with Stephen in that I don't, I don't, and I know people will often say, "Well, nobody was complaining when the team was." Selected. Yeah, it's like well, the thing is when people when people complain about the team selection. And then we win afterwards. Are like people are like, ah, oh, well, yeah, you were complaining. We won. So I was complaining like, about well, it. Most people, most people, are, I found it odd. It's an odd, to me, odd decision to me to to keep all nine in there, and especially when you could have rotated one of the midfielders out and pushed Gooch into there if you wanted to play that system where he's. It's almost, you know, if you had Gooch and Maguire kind of sitting in behind Wyke, you've got a bit more of a attack and threat, and that was a three who played. In the yeah, that would season. work. And they had quite a nice little sort of partnership. Um, but it just it just didn't, you know, we, we just didn't... <clears throat> the, 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 what, the positive out of the negatives as well, I would say, is the goals were conceded. The first one, 
Ugh. It's just you know we've 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 been over we've been overloaded and got done right. Okay, the second one is a bad a mistake, mistake from Ledbetter, and the third one's a penalty. So it's not like we've been carved the over. The first one we've, we've was just... down the ship for me. Starting over the wet or nine <clears throat> yeah. was they were all. I mean, I mean, Will, I mean Willis. Willis again, like you know, you I think Willis has like been him, isolated he, for that mind. I I don't blame he, Willis um, for that first goal. I don't know. I didn't think he. I didn't. Uh, he, he took. Where's, really where far, are Gucci and Scowen? Yeah, but where are Gucci and Scowen? There's just there's nowhere to be seen right. at all. I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the how the player developed and did we turn the ball over quite quickly? Oh, nine got pulled right out caught. of position, and the, we were we the were, whole thing got. Yeah, we were undermanded. Yeah, we we got got dragged, undemanded. We all got box. dragged over. When they put the ball across, there was yeah. only a couple of players there. Or nine was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, we, he's playing centre half. Yeah. He was nowhere in the box to be seen. This is what I'm yeah. saying. So and then your right wing backs nowhere to be seen in terms of like giving making a mistake that leads up the goal. But our shape was all over the place back there, and it's it's surprising more than anything because Parkinson sort of. His Billy's reputation on, on having a good solid, defensive shape. Yeah. So then, just, but he's also his reputation is loyalty to the players who. Are yeah, playing he likes that. I, well. I, I just think Portsmouth wasn't a team too. to do that though, was it? You know, if we were, well, if we were, well, home, of course if not, we were no. home Rochdale, fair enough. To say yes, I'm going to show fear from the winning team here again. But I don't want Portsmouth if you pick your best team and and well, and, you know, even and that wasn't it, and I don't think he believes that was it either. Well, in in that instance as well, I mean, look, we are we are really going into in hindsight here, but it isn't just like obviously me personally, I didn't say anything about the team selections in the previous two games, but if you are managing a squad and you've got games coming up, do you really play Grant Ledbetter two games before you play the big one against Portsmouth when you're playing two teams you should be brushing aside? Now you could argue, did we have the squad availability to rotate it? Before that, maybe not. But what's a Betty plays every single one of these games and by Ipswich, how many games can he can he kind of play in a row? Now I don't know Grant Ledbetter, he might be in great condition, he might be absolutely fine. But you'd think at his age, you've got to manage him. You've got to manage him through these games. Well and, and within the games as well, and pointing this out the other week again, it's we don't there's no there's no need like in the Swindon game, things like that. There's like there's no need to like. Yeah, you've got it won, haven't you? There's, there's not. You've won the game. There's no need to like not like not make changes, and we we we're reluctant when when you changes to change a game is essentially like for like. Why aren't the changes to maintain a game like for like? Well, it's, it just seems yeah. odd. It, it just seems odd to me that the options and the the, op, the only options we have in terms of changing a game is either. Chuck loads of strikers on. Yeah, I mean, or 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 just swap like for like. I mean, my my, I'm not saying he's a world beat or anything like that, but I'd always try and get Diamond on the bench, maybe because he can because run at people. But he's versatile yeah. and he likes to run at people. He's but you, you're little, right, though, he's, not, he's not fast, but he's got a little bit of pace, and at least you're going. Well, we're going to change. We're going to we're going to have somebody who's come on, come on and do something a little bit different. So we've seen this last season as well, and it's weird because we've just been talking about it and he's actually started uh, Maguire in this kind of midfield role. But that was another thing that he liked to do uh, when we were losing games or not winning or whatever, was to drop Maguire into midfield uh, when we were playing different systems to the one we've, <coughs> that he's kind of gone for now. And this seems to be his thing. Is, is like He's got a system, it's very rigid... And he's going to put different 
plays into those positions, he's not going to be really very flexible on it. So when he throws on the strikers, like you say, you end up with Danny Graham in sort of this weird midfield position as if having the striker on the pitch equals more goals. Not like yeah. Steve Bruce. It doesn't seem very Steve well Bruce thought out. It, yeah, it is. Paul Bruce. It's from the but Steve it's, Bruce. At least when Bruce, Bruce did it, but you'd have a line of them up front with Bruce. They'd just line up on the edge of the box, <laughs> yeah. and it would yeah. be crap. With this, you've got them coming on and then playing in positions that they. It's like, well, if you're going to put Danny Graham in midfield, why didn't you bring a midfielder on? I, d- I don't understand honest. what the point in that is. It's really bizarre. It felt as well, when we signed Danny Graham, it felt as though he was like absolutely desperate to play him. Yeah, like it felt as well, right? I need to get him in the team. I need to get him in the team, and very quickly, I it's mean, back he's to Wyke, fit. isn't it? It's it's back to Wyke, and it's not. He's not really. I'd features. have Greg and Graham up front and personally. I, I I I probably would as well. Well, I think Wyke's earned his place uh, in the mean, team. Yeah, yeah. No, but as we've told, he has by performance. That just mean idea. I mean, we'll, we'll come on to that when we when we talk about the. Um, the game tomorrow um, we'll, we'll have a break and we'll come back and talk about that I think how do people you, do you know without checking how this compares to the last two seasons I will start because I've just I, done, I did a little bit of a look before we came on I, I would I would think it's we're probably doing slightly better than last year but, but worse. not as well as yeah. the first well season. it's very very close that so I right. mean the first thing to say is seven games 14 points so we're on the two points per game which is what game, which is yeah. what people project if you want to get promoted, isn't it? That's what they always say. Yep. You, you should be aiming for, so that's the first thing to say. Uh, yeah, well, also, Steve, you've got to think about that points per game because you, <laughs> know, you can get promoted on that, uh, <laughs> yeah. judging by last season. Yeah. So. We, yeah. we can, <laughs> if, if, point, if yeah. football stops now, we're going to get relegated two divisions. Um, <laughs> 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 I think I, I'm surprised by this because, like you said, Gareth, I thought we were doing better than last season. It's exactly the same as last season's start. Um, wow. Interesting. Seven games, fourteen points, but then we did the wheels come off a little bit after that. Um, so we drew mm. at home. Yeah, <laughs> well, we yes, we drew did. at home to Rotherham, if you remember, and we should have won that game. Yeah, now, Rotherham got promoted, yeah. and they, you know no, we well, absolutely battered them. McGeady missed the penalty. Yeah, and we were, that would have been two 0 so we were absolutely battering them. Then we went to Bolton. And nearly lost oh, when you know yeah. it, it, to a team who yes, were like that was who were lo- who were getting stuffed every week, and then there was a, a McGee last minute goal, wasn't it, that, that got us a point, yeah. and then um, we beat MK Dons, and then we lost. Yeah, we were when we lost to Lincoln, we were we were stuffed. Well, we were terrible, and then Jack yeah. Ross was sucked after that. So you can see the trajectory then. But well, can just, I just say at that point, yeah, as well, Steve. But I'm not like. Del- I've heard you saying as well about like I think that the last few games has been as well as we've played since we come down. I'm not sure. It's hard to gauge. I think we are beating teams in a way that where you feel like we're never going to concede. But in the the similar fixtures under Ross, where we would like literally blast teams off the park, like MK Dons. It was your mention of that that made me think of that. Wickham would be really handily under uh, Parkinson, I think, actually. Uh, so we have a habit of doing this where we looked... I can remember when we first came down and we obliterated Scunthorpe like 4-0 or 4-1 or something. We do. We have done this before where we've scored more goals than we have in these fixtures. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure if we have been better or if it's... A slightly different mm. version. I think of the type of I think, things we've done. You in know, the past. We, you, not not talking about those games I just mentioned there after the seven points. So this exact time last season after the, after the seven games, fourteen points. 
similar to now, really, where we'd we, we'd beaten a team that were fancied and lost to a team that were fancied. So obviously yeah. we've just lost to Portsmouth and we've beat Peterborough last season. By this yeah. point, we lost to Peterborough and we beaten Portsmouth. Oh, we got yes. we got absolutely roasted off Peterborough. Yeah. Like, oh, it was horrible. We did, that. but it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was oh, our nine, only got sent, Or nine got sent off as well, didn't he? God, I forgot got, about I think that. I think White got sent off as well, didn't he? We got two sent off I in that remember. game. I just remember them battering us. I think White got sent off for two You're right, you're and, right, he uh, did. Or nine, or nine got sent off for punching or not punching. Yes, that's Tony. right. I think got, got oh, yeah, that's right. But the White one, because the White one was really stupid. It was yeah, like, well, what like are you doing? Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Brainless behaviour. Yeah. yeah but we've, had th- I mean, we've had three red cards this season in seven games. God, I hadn't even thought of that. And we had, you know what, we have had a bit of a re- uh, disciplinary problem since we've been relegated. It's we've, got, but, we've, had, we've had a lot of sendings off since we've been in this league. I think in this time as well, there's been no complaints. Where the past, like you say, that yeah. Ivan Tony one, and we've had the other, the Max Power thing, where there were some of those were a little dubious and things the season before. But this season, there's not really been any complaints. There have been incidents where we've been caught. Uh, to be honest, so yeah. uh, we yeah. need to sort that out. We kind of go through the season at a rate where we've pay, played. <coughs> we'll get Four, red after cards. Fourteen at this games rate. have been yeah. Fourteen games have had six red cards. Like that, that's we haven't gonna... we haven't even got Lee Catmull anymore. I know. But his legacy lives on. His legacy lives on. Yeah, we we shouldn't perpetuate ghost, that. Ghost to cats. Get sent uh, off very often. He didn't get sent off very often. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not let's feed not, that uh, narrative. Exactly, let's feed the narrative. His yeah. uh, last club had a good good weekend. They got beat 13 <laughs> 0 at home <laughs> off Ajax. So the spirit of Lee Catamull really does live on. <laughs> not that we ever lost that badly. Yeah, but you could imagine Sunderland losing like that yeah. at home against somebody. Uh, anyway. Usually spelling the end of the Usually, points, usually spelling the end of a manager. Um, yeah. So the season before, 2018 19, we were a point better off. So seven games. Yeah, that makes sense. Fifteen points. However, we did lose the eighth game at Burton, three one. So if we Christ. win, two one, we got so beat if we if we win um, tomorrow, <clears throat> what Tuesday we will be better. It will be the best start we've made after eight games since we've come down by a couple of points. Okay. Um, well, I would say we had the best team we've had that first season. Yeah, but it was the best division by some distance, yeah. Oh, yeah. and now this is the worst division by some distance, and we probably have a squad that's about par with last season. Yeah, because we've yeah. got rid of some of the players who probably weren't very good, and I don't hate the signings we've made. I think we've made some okay additions, and we look. People keep going on about not having the squad depth, but I think for this level, we <clears throat> nobody else is going to have a squad as deep as us, and. I suppose this is the last time we need and to not, mention it, but not to, to not use that squad depth yeah, properly exactly. is even more frustrating because it's there to be used. Uh, no, nobody's going to have a squad as deep that they don't use. <laughs> We're just going to have like this massive like bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, Charlie White at the end of the season is going to have played fifty nine games, scored three goals. <laughs> no, that's harsh. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> and Griggs going to be just like have three sub appearances, fused, fused to the bench. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, it does. It, we do have the squad depth. I think we have the, a, a balanced squad. Yeah, we lack some things that we'd like in the squad, but we do have enough players to cover now to the point where Luke O'Neill should really not have to ever play centre back again unless we have the most, like the worst luck in history well, and yeah. lose another two centre backs or something. Well, that's it. Why? Why are you playing with a makeshift defence 
when you have it when when you've got defenders available yeah. to play a proper defence, and that's that. Well, that's, nobody no, nobody can work that out, can they? No, but, no, I, no. And and uh, people did say like because I put things out about that on the on the Twitter account, and I'll say you know that was me, and if people feel like that was hindsight, that's fair enough because it was after the fact, but. You know, did mention it at half time that it would be the obvious change to take O nine off, and also somebody did make the point. Well, maybe Flan he just wanted <coughs> Flanagan on the bench for emergencies. But again, what I found weird, and this applies to uh, when we started with McLaughlin as wing back and O nine at centre back. I don't understand that why you wouldn't play McLaughlin as the centre back ahead of O nine. Mm. So even if you take Flanagan out of the equation. To my mind, McLaughlin should start as a centre back ahead of 09 just because he's played there for his yeah, country. I, before. I agree. He, he's well. He is. He's, I he, mean, he, he can play as an half in the back three. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He obviously, you know, he maybe he was thinking 09 might step in a bit more and do a li- little bit like Willis does. Carry where, it out. You know, yeah, carry it out. Uh, yeah. Maybe he's thinking that. But you know, on the point where people are like. You know, saying it's you know hindsight wise after the event or whatever. If you criticise before, you'd be seen as negative. But that's and fine also, as well. It's fine. It's fine also afterwards to go. Well, it didn't work, and then if it doesn't work, it's fine. Like, just it's, don't it's, do it, it again. See the problem in saying, well, you tried something and it didn't work. This is why it didn't work. Don't yeah. exactly don't do well, it. So, but the, you know, and the other thing I think the other point would be. We're also not responsible for knowing how the other team sets up, what their strengths and weaknesses are. That's on the manager in well, his the, team. The strength, is that, the strength is that their midfield is the best in the league. It actually that, was this time, unfortunately. The, the, that's the it thing. Was, it was the best we've played against this time. Say, until, I, tomorrow, I, I, until tomorrow. Until <laughs> tomorrow. Andy Cannon, was it? Number 14 for them. I thought he I was know. really good. He just got in our faces all the time. I would never knew nothing much about him. I can't say he stood out in previous games against them. But in the game plan that they set up, he had the legs to just get in our faces yeah. constantly and repeatedly. And the, we didn't have an adjustment. We didn't know what to do to stop that happening. Uh, the pl- the player who always did for us at Portsmouth previously was that um, Gareth. What's he called? <clears throat> Can't remember oh, his I name now. The number number twenty six. <laughs> Oh yeah, he come, every 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 time he'd come on and change, was he called Taylor or something? It might have Taylor been Taylor. Yeah, that they had lots of players he'd who come just... on all the time. Like he'd not start, he'd come on and like we couldn't handle him. Get at you like every time. And I can't I can't remember what he was called. I don't. He's not there. He's gone like that. Thompson, who I think he's at uh, he's Fleetwood now. Yeah, the right he's back. moved on. Yeah, he was an absolute like knobhead. He was like we all, we always like never like caught with no. his like like sort of creating anxiety carnage sort of creating yeah creating beef and we just fell for it every time but it was I think it was I think it's Gareth Taylor he was called and he used to come on and like every time it was it felt as though he'd like change a game mm-hmm. we, couldn't, we couldn't handle what, him what, one other thing on, on the weekend's game before unless you want to move on if there's any other players you want to talk about we I just want to mention the goalkeeper how it was typical of course that all these like Betting accounts and that had like been on about how he's statistically like England's number one or whatever, and then of course we've conceded three goals, which I don't think I would necessarily say he was to blame for any of them. Um, he didn't. He, he, I, I he think, made the he made the first one a little easy if you were being ultra harsh, but, but he was completely exposed. I would also say though, 
like I think we've all been on this podcast and via the Twitter account pretty fair about the fact Burge hasn't had a lot to do and a lot of it's been down to the teams being defensively structured in a very good way up until the weekend. I would also say, though, their goalkeeper was absolutely shocking and he only conceded the one goal. What we've got in Lee Burge, I think, the more the season goes on, is a downgrade on McLaughlin, but a player who looks perfectly capable at this level. He's nothing to worry about, in my opinion. I think when we judge him, we're often judging him against higher standard goalkeepers that we've had. Uh, I think if you drop I was trying the to make this point, we... Craig, the week I got shot down by everybody. No, I think you were right. I think I remember agreeing with you as I was listening to it back. The more I see your keepers in this division, I don't think um, they're any good. And I think Burge is about par for the level. Yeah. I don't think we've got a problem. He will flap at stuff. He might make a meal of some saves. He might parry things out into the box, but people have got to remember that that's League One. And when you look at Portsmouth, their keeper was doing much the same. He wasn't doing anything that made me think, God, our keeper is going to cost us promotion. Yeah. It made me think, well, their keeper would do the same then. So I don't think, I don't know what the other keeper's like, Matthews. I don't know if he's a capable backup or what, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> Uh, Shall we move yeah. on? <laughs> let's let's, let's uh, not talk about let's him. Let's hold okay. back our, our comments on that because we're being accused of being negative. Right. But, yeah, let's not discuss well, the two games. Let's, let's discuss the couple of games he's played already. Right? Um, what, what are we being positive after conceding three goals about yeah. a goalkeeper? What what more can you ask for if you want some positivity? There you go. <laughs> we'll have a break and we'll come back and we'll talk. Uh, about the Rochdale game, a dog's just start barking in the background. I think it's too far away to be picked up by I the microphone. I haven't picked can't it up. My eight-year-old daughter also coming and asked if I would go in the loft and get the Halloween decorations down. I don't think that got p- picked up either because I managed to cover. No, I didn't hear I managed you. to cover the microphone. She should know better. <laughs> it's a bit of a she should know. Scary place to keep the Halloween decorations. Well, open it. it, yeah. You could. Yeah, yeah. Curate yeah. like a horror story to go and collect. Well, yeah, well, would you keep? Well, 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 well would you keep a, a massive exactly. Halloween decorations, is, a Christmas decorations? Well, they have to be up there. Yeah. They have to be up there. But you exactly. could curate that, a scare story when you go and yeah, get them. That would be. That is a actually funny what, thing, what, what I might do now is because the irony. It's in the um. It's in the oldest, the loft's up in the oldest yeah. daughter's bedroom. I might dangle her hands down when she's asleep from the yeah. loft and leave her there. You've got to get the. Um, the um, can you just go and get the um, Halloween decorations out of the uh, disused well in the garden? <laughs> You've got to blow the dust off um, uh, the handle before you lift it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. What's that sound? All right. Anyway, enough of that. We'll come back and give our expert opinion on Rochdale next. Craig Clark, give me a discount code. It's WMS10. It's what? <laughs> It's WMS10. I thought you said WS. I was going to say, no, it's not. WMS10, what will I get? No, to? It's, uh, what will I get you? Maybe WWF10. WWF10 will get you 10% off all of your favourite pre WWE wrestling attire. Yeah, get your, you get your, free, get your free wrestling buddy with every order. From, from the uh, ring. From the terraces. From the ring. <laughs> yeah, from mm. the ring. Chris, this is a great idea yeah. if you're listening. But surely, surely use the cut. Surely, seriously. Use the code WMS10 to make all your purchases from, from the terraces.co.uk. Yes, it's all um, gone wrong. This uh, Everyone's slurring. And I've had two sorts. cans now, actually. <coughs> Garrett's swimming in beer. I've got no I haven't had my tea, have I? 
I've got that Innocent Gun lager, if you've ever had oh, that. Oh, it's nice, it that, tremendous. mate. I haven't yeah, had any for ages. That green nice. can. It's good. Sell it at uh, Heron's Food, <laughs> funnily enough. Well, well, well. So when, you fl- you when you fly from, uh, when you fly from like, Edinburgh Airport, it's good, because their Weatherspoons have that on tap, and it's a really nice pint. Ooh. It's a great airport, airport pint where you get a lot of, like, crap ones, I think, in uh, in, in generally in airports. But uh, they do a good pint at Edinburgh Airport. There's a, there's a, I don't know how we got onto that from, from the terraces, like. <laughs> well, there you go. But you should use the code WMS10. Go over to fromtheterraces.co.uk <coughs> and you will get um, 10% off your basket for all of your purchases. Jackets, G-Lays, uh, so we'll long sleeve polos at this time of year is what you want to be All of the aiming for. All, all time of year for me, the long sleeve polo. Yeah, yeah it's adaptable, favorite. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. You can, you can always wear it under things for extra layers when it gets cold like it is now. And you've got to have the heating on. And because we're all working at home, our heating bills are going to be like £3,000 yeah. a day. But no, yeah. not if you've got the long sleeve polo and gile combo. You can turn the heating off. Exactly. <laughs> and you could pop the jacket on as well. I've got one of the jackets. Yeah, throw the lot on. I just chuck it all just on. Wear the lot. You'd be like... You'd be like Joey and friends where he yeah. puts all Chandler's clothes on and does lunges. Yeah. Could I be Keep yourself warm you in these... You could do that if yeah. you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Testing times. Fireworks have started to go off now, which is great. Um... Yeah, I've noticed that. I was trying to watch a film or something the other day and uh, it was disrupting my enjoyment. I was like, can you just stop, please? Yeah. yeah. People keep setting them off at like like 10 o'clock at night. Like, Say, I'm... Why? I'm settled here. I don't need you setting exactly. off the art, like things that sound like we're having some kind of war out there. I tell you what, you know, look, obviously fireworks because bonfire nights coming up, isn't it? Um, what, yeah, some, oh, yeah. some, something yeah. I never noticed when I was younger. Actually, just going off on a massive tangent here. Um, I never noticed <laughs> how how short the time period was between Halloween and bonfire night. Uh, it's less than a week turnaround. It's tight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a tight, yeah, it's a tight turnaround. <laughs> it's Parkinson not you wouldn't change though. it up, like what he. The both, Parkinson both wouldn't change it up. You know, they <laughs> yeah. were both distinctive events, though, when you were a kid growing oh, up. Oh yeah, it felt and like you never ages really apart. made that connection that they were quite close together, did yeah. you? Uh, it's a lot no. easier to um, do your bonfire, de- your fi- guy Fawkes night decorations, because you just set your house on fire. <laughs> you just like leave the gas on and then just. You know, chuck a match in, and there you go, done. Didn't have to go in the loft, and <laughs> nothing like that. You sorted. Parenton, Parenton would be like, "Well, you know, the pumpkins worked for us on Halloween, so I'm just going to stick with it. I'll just put a yeah. candle in it." He's, yeah. he's got pumpkins he had out in like 1984, <laughs> which is his favorite, his favorite Halloween, and they're just there. It would be still like rotting turnips. in the in if the it garden. It was from 1984. It would be turnips. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it would be turnips. Yes. Come on, yeah, yeah. Pump, pumpkins Plus, didn't technically. Pumpkins had made it work for me. Sweet. Pumpkins had made England. Sweet, pumpkins it wouldn't be a turnip, pumpkins be a have only been readily available Halloween the last decade or something I would say it was all turnips when we were younger yeah, oh, fancy pumpkins now ghost <laughs> ghost pumpkins oh, I mean. give me strength uh, I mean sister's got this uh, thing when you walk in the house for the brain where it, like you know you step on the mat and it like makes Halloween noises but I was like we should get like one that does like Steve Bruce voices you know you walk in <laughs> yeah. and it's like ah oh, you know only as good as your strikers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I agree. It's, it's I don't know why. I, like, would, buy, I, just I would buy one. Love of them. Steve Bruce still, even yeah. though he's the Mags manager. I like. I think I quite like enjoy that he's so berated, despite the fact, like you yeah. know, they're not losing games and that. It's like it's just this magnet of hate <laughs> and disdain. I still like. I still like him. Yeah. Well, I, he'd do I a great job in League One, well. wouldn't he? he to I, be just fair. I just he just seems like 
He just seemed like a nice guy. It's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 my wife's getting really agitated by his interviews. It's like she can't remember him at Sunderland because, do you know the way he just he poshes up his Geordie accent? Uh, that's what I mean. That's why I want no, one of these know, things that she seems to be getting voice. annoyed by that. I don't think he was a bother as much, but every time I know when he's on because I can hear a shout at the telly. Um, but, <laughs> but, what, you know, but you know, like, um, but Love it. what's funny Love is it, it. what's funny though is it's put on because. At St James's Park, where you can eat, he just grunts at his players from the touchline, and his Geordie accent, really strong Geordie accent. You know, do you know all he shouts from his it. players? Do you know the only instructions you'll hear from? And the, no fans in the ground now. You can hear this, right? All he shouts from his players is "Get tighter." Get tighter. Go on, get up his ass. Get tighter. That's all he shouts. Wow. Which gives a big indication of how he sets his teams up. Just go no, close maybe, them down maybe I'm st- and make it difficult uh, for them to play. He just honestly, that, that's 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 the only he tactical insight like, you'll hear from him on the touchline. He sounds like John Dyche when he shouts. Aye, aye. He's got that like he does like I think gravelly him gravelly. He's like really softly. Maybe it has to be softly spoken in between because he needs to rest his voice. <laughs> he's got to have a strepsil or something, side, hasn't yeah. he, at the end of the yeah, game? Yeah, take the edge off. Mm. Poor Steve. But anyway, and he's great. Talk about, yeah. um, Let's talk about Sunderland again. Yeah. People have turned off in the droves now already. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. No, <laughs> people love Steve Bruce crap, man. It's the, <laughs> and Halloween. Remember the good old days when we used to have good players. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rochdale, right. Uh, Gareth said before, <laughs> the crap. That's as far as I'm prepared to admit them. I am. Uh, my I don't even know where they are in the league. I'm going to have a look at them. They might not be. Um, they might not be. They, they, were, they, fam- they, they were famously stuck in this division for like 30 years or something, weren't they? Where they never table. Uh, was, oh, was it actually it was a bottom division, wasn't it? It was. They're they're fifteenth. They've won three of two, three of the last five. Right. Lost the other two, I think. But what I'm saying, oh, I'm, I'm right in saying that aren't I? Weren't they famously stuck in in Division Four? So That's right. They did for like thirty years or something without promotions or relegations. I, I think they would had the <laughs> longest streak without moving up or down a division <laughs> in the football league. Yeah, which was there, uh, and then they eventually made it up, and now seem to do quite well at just sort of hanging around in League One. Mm. Which is probably punching above their weight, so it's quite impressive, really. I suppose. Yeah. <clears throat> they've they've won the last game against Shrewsbury two uh, one away, and the game before that they beat Burton one nil, and so they lost the game before roll, that. Well, the game before that they lost against Hull three nil. So I would say Hull are a team you would consider to be of a similar <clears throat> standard as Sunderland, judging by league positions and form and stuff and results. So. Whereas Shrewsbury and um, sorry Burton are not great. Burton in particular have had a really bad start at the bottom of the table, but Shrewsbury are twentieth. So when they've come up against good sides like Hull, they've obviously found it a little bit harder. So hopefully you get the same thing again when they play us. Basically, here's the stat. Here's that. the stat. Right, relegated in nineteen seventy four. Rochdale remained in the fourth tier for 36 seasons. Wow. The club finally secured promotion in 2010. Incredible. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you imagine that, like, going through the generations That's of brilliant. your family? Of, your, like, your granddad and your dad and you and taking your kids to the match and stuff and just... Just fourth years. division football. I mean, th- that's, you know... That's it. Th- I haven't even been watching Sunderland for 36 seasons. Just yeah. imagine us being in the same league the whole time. For your entire lifetime. God. Just stasis. It's mental. It's fair, fair play. That's mental, that I is. I mean, it's a good effort. Imagine if you were just mid-table every year as well. Like, you never even challenged for promotion. You're never <laughs> going to get relegated. It was just like, 
bland. Well, it, it does like, say here, it. you know, it, it only sounds like they start making a go of it in the in the in the noughties because after thirty six seasons, after unsuccessful playoff campaigns in two thousand and two, two thousand and eight, and two thousand and nine, the club finally secured promotion in two thousand and ten, and they were relegated two years later. <laughs> <laughs> Got bored in two years in League One. Yeah, do, do you think there. their fans were like, um, I think I preferred um, just being mid-table in Division Four, <laughs> not not struggling against yeah. relegation in Division Three. Yeah, take me back. That's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah, that's me. I've just had a little bit further look at them, and they've gotten beat by Ipswich as well this season, and Swindon. The drew with Portsmouth. They look like they have quite a lot of shots in games, but not many on target. So maybe they end up resorting to like wild pings from long range. But you're looking at it and you think if you want to get promoted, we're a game behind the teams around us and we're four points off the top two now. So even the win of the game in hand wouldn't take us into the top two. We've been here before. Uh, Obviously, it's really early days, but you do have to keep winning to keep the pressure on. And you can't, we've come on, like, at the same token as when I was saying we've beaten some of these teams heavily, as we know, we've also come on stuck far too often in games like this. Yeah, I think, I think one, they, one. this will say more about us than probably the defeat of Portsmouth will, I think. I agree. Because, um, like you say, we're unrealistic to think we're going to, like, just steamroll a league and hardly lose. It's, it's, a, it's a very similar, if not identical, start to the last couple of years. Um, this year, right, Craig, and last year's reflects on that. Um, you know, by by the three games I mentioned after, you know, game eight, game nine and game ten, where it was two draws and a loss, or sorry, game 11 and a loss with a win shoved in there as well. And I think this will say more about us if we can just go now, get back on track, because as I mentioned earlier, this will put us on 17 points, which will be the best start after eight games that we've had since we've come so down like, by a couple of points. I don't think I, yeah. by a couple that, that's of points. not an unrealistic expectation as well, to go and beat Rochdale. I mean... As we've talked about, they spent all those decades in League Two, well, fourth division, and they just sort of tread water in League One, seemingly, at the moment. So you think, well, they're the teams you dispatch in the way we have done under Parkinson this season, apart from Bristol Rovers. I think we should have beaten Charlton, and I wouldn't really lump them in with the others because they seem to have picked up a bit and they're in the kind of top ten at the minute. Um, but the rest of these sort of teams, we've we have just beaten them pretty comfortably and I just don't see based on having not seen Rochdale but looking at the kind of stats I mean against Portsmouth and they've drawn nil-nil I know shots don't tell you everything but Portsmouth had a lot of chances according to the stats there a lot a lot of shots on target uh, as long as we don't repeat what we did against Charlton we'll be absolutely fine because we have created chances in games yeah so I, I'm not too Any worried. changes for people obviously you know, 9 is going to have to come out now which you know I, I don't want to say thankfully because we'll miss 9 from the right wing back mm. position, but as Gareth said, Gooch can't play there. It's just you know you've got somebody, especially who, games like this. Yeah, and you've, you've just got somebody who's better than them. So Gooch playing there is not going to be a problem. So you're going to have to bring in Flanagan, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I think Gooch in right wing back in a game like this. If we want to talk about rotation, <clears throat> this is exactly how you rotate it. You play Gooch as a right wing back yeah. to do the kind of things Hume does. Well, you, you don't you, need him to do the defensive I mean, work in these games. In the midfield as, as well, you, you feel like Gucci or Maguire, perhaps, to go on one of those roles and free drop, up the space I'd up pro- front. I'd, I'd yeah, probably I agree. Drop, drop Maguire in for Scone. Yeah, I would and, agree with and, that. And then bring probably Graham in, I'd probably bring in. Graham and or White if you want to give, you could 
Yeah. I play yeah, Greg. I, I play I'm, Greg. I'm, I play White. I, because White's playing well, I wouldn't drop him. I know we kind of I, goes against what we've I, seen. I, it's very different when it's it's not like it's somebody playing out of position. Because he scored a couple of games in a row. I know one was no goal. But, I'd, you know, play White. I'd play White, but I'd, I'd play Greg as well. Personally, yeah, he's not going to play. But he's not. Up, but we're not so. talking about what he's going to do, Gareth. We're talking about what we would do. I would also yeah. think about giving. It'd be pointless doing any predictions if it was just good about what he does, really, wouldn't it? But he, we know he's not going to do this either. But I'd, I'd think about giving again. It's a game we should be winning. Yeah. Ledbetter is playing a lot of football. He, it's got nothing to do with the mistake he made. I, I thought he had a much harder time of it in general against Portsmouth because of the way they played. So you could look at it two ways. You either play him so he can rebuild back to great. We know what we're getting out of him. He's, he can be a bit of a Rolls Royce, especially sitting in front of a back three, where you've got you know the freedom of the park in theory. Um, or you look at it the other way and go, look, we'll, we should be winning this game. We've got bigger tests to come. Do we just give some players a bit of a break? Otherwise, that midfield, two of those midfielders, I know Powers missed games with injury. You're going to have played a lot of the, a lot of games in a row. Some of these players. Yeah, that's not uh, a bad idea. I, w- I wouldn't be adverse to to that either. To be honest, the problem you got who do you play there instead in that position, or do you just slightly restructure it and have power and scouting with Gooch as more of a flat three? Do you need someone dropping that deep if it isn't like better? Are you going you... to bring in McLaughlin at right back then? Mm. Well. No, why would you do that? I think Gareth. I think Gareth thought you were moving good. Yeah, but if you no, no, you could just bring Maguire into midfield with Scowen and Power. I guess it's just who sits, who drops deeper to play the lead bit of position. It'll be Power, wouldn't it? But you could argue doesn't doesn't need to do it that much anyway. I mean, yeah, we should be dominating these games. I I mean that, or you know, they try and get themselves a couple of goals in front and lead bit. You take take lead bit off after fifty minutes or something. Yeah, but the you could do if you either, tell, unfortunately, tell you what you could it? you could push Gucci into midfield and and put Diamond at right wing back. I, I mean, I don't think possible. you will, but you could. But then, we, you what do you do, do with Maguire then? Well, Maguire would have Obviously to stay there. You, if you're going to do you, that. We're saying Gucci, Maguire, Gucci, Maguire would. I would. I imagine Gucci would go into the middle where Scone's been playing. So you'd play Maguire up with Wyke. No, I'd play where you could put. Maguire where power oh, I wouldn't play Maguire and no, Gooch in centre midfield I think that's a bit well. much like yeah. yeah you'd need two of the midfielders in yeah. there, one so. of them I think you can to get on the ball yeah I know what you mean like I mean again in some of these uh, this isn't by the way I'm not trying to suggest that Ledbit has made one mistake suddenly you've got to drop him or something that's not what I'm saying it's back to what we were saying before about squad management and he's protecting doesn't he uh, I would have sort of you, you, just based again he could be in absolute tip top condition and ready to play 50-60 games but he did look a little bit leggy to me on the weekend um, and the more games you ask someone to play the more likely that is to happen so uh, again we've got good midfield options but we are a bit one deep in that position you yeah. kind of t- you, obviously he's playing Maguire and Gucci in the midfield roles so you do have another option there but <clears throat> You're not. You've only got power and lead bit who could really do the sitting kind of position. I think. I don't feel. Did like... Neil? Did Neil play it? Dear? I don't know. I'm I think sure he did. Yeah. No, he, he did. Yeah. Did he? he did. There were a few players. Yeah, so there, were a few, there were a few players. So he ain't gonna. Have you got boiled egg there, Stephen? Did you just like flash your boiled egg up like? It's a. It's it's. Has he gone? Oh right. Okay. Oh, I thought you just uh, like had a boiled egg. It's, it's not a boiled egg. It's uh, shaggy. It is shaggy. Yeah. 
not the, not, uh, not the singer. Uh, yeah, reggae. Yeah. Artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who did a who did a bizarre? Do you remember when he did a collaboration album and toured with Sting? Yeah, it's a very strange, shaggy Scooby Doo toy. I'm sitting in the conservatory, which doubles up as a toy yeah. room at the minute. So, I know there's some kind of like. Treehouse, I think. No, there's all, the no, no treehouses, all sorts going on. Oh, yeah, it is little. Yeah, yeah, toy yeah, treehouse. Yeah, yeah. Didn't notice that before. Looks pretty good, that, like. You know, if you're a kid, obviously. <laughs> Craig loves his toys. Oh, I've lost the plot. I, I, here. Think we should, Finally yeah, I think we should wrap it up. I've reached the end of me tether. <laughs> people, uh, are people confident of winning tomorrow, then we've got to get back on track, haven't we? I think we, I think oh, we yeah, will. definitely. I think we will. Like three I, games I think we'll seven win points. You're right. Yeah, any advance what on one, you know, Gareth? I think we'll get a couple. I think we'll I think, two, we'll, you know. I think we need. I think we need to exert our authority on teams like Rochdale and win more comfortably than a goal to nil because we need to re, just sort of reinvigorate like our confidence in people. Yeah, mm. so yeah, a two nil or a three one that'd be. That, I'd be happy yeah. with that. Okay. It's a bit saucier, that, isn't it? Conceding a goal, conceding three. It's very young Parkinson-like. Uh, you're not going well, you know, to go. You don't want to put yourself through yeah. the ringer, but ideally, um, you know, it would be good to see us... <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I want us to concede goals, but in a funny way, we do want to see a game this season where we go a goal behind and come back and win it. We need to make, well, we need to make sure we can what? get over that hurdle, so... Um, what I'm hearing is you'd rather uh, <laughs> lose four three than win one nil. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a very in-house niche joke. That one, right? Yeah. Okay. Enjoy that. I mate. think White will get the goal as well. I think he's in a bit of form, and I think we'll see him continue because he's got his tail up and he's get. You know what the good thing about White is? He's getting in the positions. His movement looks good in a way it hasn't looked good at yeah. Sunderland. So. Good show. Uh, I fancy him. Right. I've enjoyed that, mate. Thanks, lads. And thank you for listening. Aye. Cheers. Thanks for all your help, mate.